This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking with, uh, we're going to be talking with Kevin from HireVue, um, Kevin Parker, and we're going to be talking about 2021 hiring trends. I can't wait, because it is the time of year where we can hopefully forget most of 2020 and really think about some of the positive things or, or what we might see in 2021. So this is that time of the year, November, December, January, February, where we, th- we talk a little bit reflective of the year. We think about the next year. So this is a perfect time for this. Um, Kevin, um, do me a favor and also do the audience a favor and introduce both yourself and also intru- introduce HireVue for those that don't know HireVue. Sure. De- delighted to be here, William. Thanks for inviting me. My name is Kevin Parker. I am the CEO here at HireVue, uh, and we are a Salt Lake, Utah-based company. Uh, HireVue has been around for about 15 years, uh, really focused on uh, what we would describe as democratizing hiring using on-demand video, among all our other solutions, to enable companies to interview more broadly uh, and then get a, a better set of candidates uh, using on-demand video. Uh, just in terms of milestones, we recently did our 18 millionth on-demand interview uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and interviewed about a million, or I guess it was 3 million people for jobs in the last 100 days. So really interesting in terms of adoption and uh, still very much focused on a mission of democratizing hiring. I love that. Well, and you all have been in, I mean, you helped create the category of video and you're very, very early on. And, and I'm, that's a great milestone. Oh my God. And, 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 you know, this is a good year for it because if people weren't already for whatever reason, candidates and or uh, hiring managers or recruiters, if they weren't already on the video interviewing kind of, you know, if they aren't on that train, they, they got on that train in February <laughs> really uh-huh. quickly. <laughs> so that's good. I, I think that's good for a higher view, but that's also good for the category and it's good for efficiency. It's good. You know, we should have gotten, I think it just sped the process up for a lot of people. Uh, candidates, again, all of those constituents uh, alike, I think it just sped things up, which is great. Um, and congratulations on um, the 18 million. That's, that's a huge number. And because of that number, you get to see a lot of different things, which, which is amazing uh, in and of itself. You got a lot of data there to look at. Let's, let's talk a little bit about 2021. What do you, when you close your eyes and you think about 2021, what do you, what do you think we should be thinking about? Uh, you know, with uh, in, in even the news this morning about uh, uh, yet another vaccine coming out, which is certainly exciting. But I, I think in the, the world we go back to is in the world we left. Uh, you know, in March and February, we jumped forward probably five or seven, maybe 10 years in terms of the way we think about technology and the way we think about work, too. Um, you know, I think we're going to continue to see more working remotely, more hiring remotely, uh, more use of technology to, to reach people uh, and, and give them opportunities and jobs. So I don't think we're going back. I think the, the days of uh, a fixed office and a fixed location for many jobs is, is behind us. 
So that creates kind of a, a flexibility, right? Which is wonderful because now candidates have the flexibility of looking at jobs in Paris. They, uh, as a recruiter, you now can look at candidates in Paris uh, if you're in Salt Lake uh, and hiring managers can think outside of that box as well. What have you seen? I mean, what do you think? Are, I mean, obviously that choice is amazing and I think you're right. I think it just got us there a little bit faster than maybe we would have if if COVID hadn't uh, hit us or hit us as hard as it did. Um, what are the things uh, along with that flexibility that do you see as, as some things that we need to be paying attention to? I think that the you know for for hiring in particular, it it's turning into a 24 by seven process. You know, we we're going to leave the nine to five. Let's schedule a phone interview with you behind and many companies have already done that. Um, we know, you know, just in our own experience that about 80% of our interviews take place outside of normal business hours. For some of our customers, the most popular day for candidates to interview for jobs is on Sunday. And so we, we've seen this radical transformation uh, in that process to reach candidates when it's most convenient for them, not when it's most convenient for the company. Uh, and so there's a, a real shift in that. Uh, we'll also, I, I expect this coming year, see an enormous shift away from email into chat-based engagement solutions, whether that's text to apply or text to schedule, a whole variety of things that are now uh, going to be delivered on your smartphone. You know, email is a way to engage with most candidates for jobs is, is declining and will continue to do so in the coming year. You know, let me back up uh, with hired viewers, especially with video interviewing. Uh, just so in case there's folks uh, on, in the audience that maybe haven't uh, gone down this path or for whatever reason, um, you know, maybe they are in a hiring freeze, et cetera. What's the best way to start video interviewing? Let's go backwards just for, just for a second. If they've never done it before, what's the first thing that you advise them to kind of think about? I, I really think about two things. Um, one, finding the, the spot in your organization where it can deliver the most value for you. Um, and it, where automation and, and opening up the process is the most valuable. It's, you know, I wouldn't say that starting with hiring a, a CEO is the right place to start with video interviewing. You may end up there, but where do you have the volume? Where is automation? the most important for you? Where is, where is expanding your diversity and inclusion the most important for you as well? <clears throat> so I, I think that's a, a, always a good place to start with a, with a clear definition of what the problem is that you can, you can solve the fastest. The second I think is, it, is thinking about video interviewing, particularly on-demand video interviewing as the best way to deliver structured interviewing. We all know that, that the best way to hire people is structured interviewing. Uh, asking good work-related questions and making sure every candidate gets evaluated the same way. Uh, the only way to really do that is with on-demand video. Otherwise, you know, as human beings, we just in inject too much variability into it. We try to do it well, but we don't. Uh, and so that's that's an area where DNI can be, I think, advanced the most quickly, uh, the most effectively, is by using structured interviewing and using on-demand video to deliver really good interview questions and getting every candidate the same experience. Yeah, I 100%. I'm with you. Uh, the on-demand part of it is for me that you hit it with standard questions, and it becomes collaboration software on the back end. The hiring manager, the recruiter, the sourcer, you know, and, uh, the team, the team leader. However, the everyone can see the exact same thing. 
and then you can talk or make notes of what you think, what you saw, et cetera, as opposed to, you know, the interviews that happened traditionally pre-COVID, they would happen in an office, they'd meet with you, or they'd meet with me, then they'd be with Ellen, then they'd be with Linda, and then, then all of a sudden, maybe you talk two weeks later, <laughs> and every, everyone slept since then, and, uh, and we've all forgotten our notes, and, uh, and, and again, it might have been structured, but it's not collaborative. Mm-hmm. No, I, I completely agree. I think that's that's particularly in, with the 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 effort and the the very important effort to improve diversity in terms of hiring and inclusion. This is an enormous asset to companies to have a, a great experience for candidates and have a level setting experience for recruiters. So you mentioned high volume a second ago, so I want to get to that in terms of in terms of trends for 21. Those that are, I mean, I saw, I think LinkedIn posted it today that Amazon's hiring like 3,000 people a month or some crazy number. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're hiring, which is fantastic. Somebody's hiring. Um, those that do high volume, some say hourly, um, but they do a lot of high volume hiring. How does how does how does how do you see their world in 2021? You know, it's it's been uh, interesting to see the adoption of that. Uh, and you know, I'll go back to some recent history. Uh, we've been working with one of our larger retail customers who's been interviewing on weekends uh, and set a weekend record for us. I'd never seen this before. We usually have 10 or 15,000 people a day on weekends. They interviewed almost 50,000 people over, we- over a weekend for jobs across 1,700 locations for a retail operation. And you just can't imagine how you would do that without technology helping both the candidates and the recruiters in that process. So that's where, that's where the volume and the ability to, to reach candidates and get them to do interviews when it's most convenient for them uh, can really open up the funnel for, for and some of these things are tied together, right? So you open up that 24 by seven, which gives you a little bit more, you open up remote. So now people can have access to jobs that maybe they didn't have access to before. And then you use technology that maybe isn't, you know, by it's, it isn't one way communication like email, you use something like uh, chat bots and, and mm-hmm. conversational bots. So, so you're just getting faster. You're getting more efficient at your recruiting, which means that you can t- handle more candidates. And you're getting feedback to the job applicant faster mm. too. You know, they're, they're getting instantaneous response. You know, if I wake up on Saturday morning and I decide, you know, I really like to know more about the benefits at the company I'm applying to, do I have to wait for a phone call on Monday morning or send an email when I can engage by chat through an AI driven chat solution that can get me the answer right then and there. That can schedule me for an in-person call or a follow-up interview. Uh, And so it it really changes the process. You know, it's not unusual for us to see candidates doing interviews on their phone in the front seat of their car. Of course, not driving, but that's when it was convenient for them. You know, it was accessible uh, and and it really changes the process for the candidate as well. It's funny. uh, One of the silver linings of COVID is we're relaxed. We're more relaxed now. Like before there was a whole lot of articles on lighting and makeup and, you know, perfect attire and, you know, like all this stuff. And uh, I think COVID has taught us that, you know, those things are important. Of course, Uh, you always want to put your best foot forward. However, 
you know what? If you need to do the video interview on the way to pick up your kid at school, well, then that's, <laughs> then that's just going to be the way it is. I think COVID has helped us kind of relax a little bit on some of those things. Have you, have you seen some of the same things? Oh, I, I think it has uh, tremendously. And I think that's uh, a, trem- you know, an enormous improvement in the process. You know, <laughs> you know, we relate to each other differently. We're experiencing the same reality in many ways and, and recognizing that the traditional boundary between work and, and life has been blurred and, and is never going back. And, you know, it's not unusual to be on a call. I'm sure you see this in, in your life that with dogs in the background or, mm-hmm. you know, kids walking in the frame or, you know, kids sitting on mom or dad's lap during the, the course of a, a conference call. It's oh, yeah. just, it's so much more enjoyable. I find that way. And, and, uh, and enjoyable for candidates. And you mentioned that about, you know, doing the interview in the parking lot, waiting to pick up your kids from school, you know, in the next car over, maybe the hiring manager who's watching the <laughs> video. <laughs> in their car it just changed everything it's 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 interesting because it's the consumption on both sides right it's Uh like listen if it's easier for you to consume and collaborate on those videos fantastic this is a great time you know you're sitting in you're you're sitting in a queue anyhow you may as well go ahead and and watch some videos and and make some notes i love that you had mentioned um uh dni and 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 biases I want to talk a little bit about what you think 2021 looks like in terms of, you know, how do we reduce hiring viruses and obviously how do we increase our diversity, inclusion, belonging, equity, and equality initiatives? What do you, what do you think 21 looks like there? I, I'm personally very excited about that. I think we're in a, in a almost once in a generation uh, opportunity to, to make real fundamental changes and technology is, you know, going to help us do that. You know, the ability to reach more people, whether that's, you know, reaching people where they are and when they're available nights, weekends, you know, and, and I think that's going to be an enormous, uh, enormous benefit. The, the ability, as we talked about, of delivering, you know, good questions is going to give more people access to jobs and more talent access that may have been un- unintentionally excluded. Um, you know, the, the, the ability to, to do a job from anywhere is going to take, uh, take a, a, an important advance, I think, and, and make access, increasing access for people in, in perhaps remote locations or that couldn't get to the office because of where they lived or because of personal circumstances. I'm personally very excited about that. And I think together with our customers, uh, we're putting a lot of thought and effort into that. And, and uh, it's going to be, a, I, I'm very optimistic about it. Yeah, it, it seems, I mean, I think we're moving again. I think, you know, Black Lives Matter, Me Too, Love is Love. A lot of these political movements have, have at least gotten our attention uh, to a place um, over, over the years, which is, which is good because we needed a little bit of, we needed our attention to be, you know, to be refocused, if you will. And I, and I think this is the year where the, you know, we've seen the intentionality of, okay, we've had conversations and we've been talking about some of these things for, uh, for a long or long period of time. I think 21 is going to be one of those years where it's okay. Now we have to do, it's the, it's the do phase of, mm-hmm. uh, of a lot of these things. And, and so I think, I think we're going to see a lot of really interesting programmatic and initiatives being cut just thrown out and, and just tried, you know, no one's going to have all the answers. They're just going to let's try some things and see if it works. So I, I'm kind of excited. About, I'm with you. I'm excited about just to see what people try. 
And I th- and I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of positive impact associated with it. Even you know something as fundamental as job descriptions and mm. you know making it clear that we're looking for people with a growth mindset or you know uh, you know people are doing great research around even you know a personalized EEO statement on the website from the CEO actually makes a difference yeah. uh, in terms of the way companies perceive uh, opportunities. And so I think we're going to see a lot of sort of simple things, a lot of complicated things, but I think we're all headed in the right direction. And I, you know, I think the, the generation that's coming up too and entering the workforce now has such a different view of, of what we should be doing in that regard that there's, there's no going back. I love that. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit about rethinking the hiring process in 2021, what do you see from sourcing all the way to onboarding, if you will, of town acquisition is all of those, and maybe even internal mobility if we want to tackle that. But what do you, what do you think we, we will see from practitioners as they rethink those things? You know, I, I think a real focus on uh, a few key attributes. One is speed. Uh, you know, we know that, that uh, candidates have a different sense of time than necessarily recruiters do. And we're going to be really focusing on speed and efficiency for both the candidate and the recruiter and, and all of the things that go along with that, whether that's on-demand interviewing or, or chat and engagement or even assessments. Uh, in, speed is going to be the, the number one priority, I think, for, for many companies. Uh, the candidate experience, uh, I think, is going to be very important as well, recognizing that we're, we're going to be trying to put an enormous workforce back, uh, back into the enormous number of people back into the workforce. Uh, and so there's going to be a lot of people applying for jobs and how do we handle them fairly, thoughtfully, recognizing that the vast majority of them probably won't get the first job they apply for, but they should still have a good experience. They should still, you know, hear back from the company. And I think there's going to be a lot of focus on that in the, in the process as well. Uh, and then I think just the DNI component to get back to that, I think mm-hmm. that is uh, going to be a, a milestone. I think we're going to look back on this past year or this next year, excuse me and think we've made uh, some sig- very significant changes uh, in the way we brought this, this, uh, this workforce back into full employment. So the role of the TA and the role of the HR leader, how do you think it's either similar or dissimilar in 2021? Yeah, I think to, you know, together with uh, some of the other focuses, uh, companies that are focused in this area, it's really taking some of the things that are, you know, what we would describe as low value add, like scheduling um, and automating a lot of that, you know, FAQs and questions and, you know, candidate engagement, you know, anything that can be automated and still deliver a really good experience that can, is going to be on the table for them to evaluate. Um, and really focus on, on making it as, as productive as, as they possibly can, recognizing a lot of the work that TA folks are doing uh, is, can be administrative and isn't really focused on the candidate or filling the job, but just you know, process friction associated with getting people on board. So two questions left. One is, I want you to think of an outlandish trend. Like if you could wave a wand, and you could change 2021 in whatever way you wanted to in talent acquisition, what would you do? Boy, that's a, that's a thought provoking question. You know, I, 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 I would go back to that relentless focus on diversity and inclusion. Um, it is such a unique opportunity and almost, a, you know, as I said, a once in a lifetime opportunity 
that you know the 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 world the, the hiring companies uh, take that up, take that mantra up, and many of them are, and just run with it. Um, I think we we would have an enormous societal impact associated with that, and and you know we wouldn't regret the time we spent on it. So my outlandish thing, if I could wave a wand, is that candidates would know where they're in the process the entire time that they're in the process. Mm. I like that. That's Which is outlandish. <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's a very good one. Um, and, you know, the, the unfortunate part about that is they've learned that most of the time they're just stuck in a feud somewhere. That's right. That's right. We're waiting on, we're waiting on Jenny uh, or, or Ted to, uh, to look at the 1500 uh, things that they have to look at. And oh, by mm-hmm. the way, they're, they're on vacation for two weeks mm-hmm. for no other reason than they need, you know, they have PTO. Um, what's the, uh, the last question. What's the one thing that we didn't talk about with, 2021 trends, uh, hiring trends that we should have? You know, I think you mentioned a little bit, uh, and, and we didn't really talk about it very much, but taking all of this effort and, and energy and focusing on internal mobility. You know, mm-hmm. These companies that we're working with and that we're thinking about have enormous pools of talent, uh, yet sometimes it's easier to just go outside and post a job to find somebody new when the right person may be two floors away or two states away. But how do we take these resources and, and give opportunities for the folks that are already employees in new ways and help them advance their careers? I like that. I also like that in tandem with the remote work of being able to look at internal mobility differently. If we're not in Salt Lake and we, everybody has to be in Salt Lake, we can rethink internal mobility with, you know, Karen, who's in Denver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's, she's always worked remotely, but, you know, we, we haven't thought of her for, as from an internal mobility because we've all been based in, you know, in beautiful Salt Lake. Um, so now we can kind of rethink that as well, which is, which is kind of what you, when you started, you started with remote. Um, so that is, that is perfect, my friend. This is, I told you it would blow, blow by really fast and it did. Um, thank you so much for, for coming on. I absolutely oh, appreciate it. Cool. I know that you're super busy. 18 million uh, video interview, video interviews. I can't. I know 20 million is going to be coming soon enough, but uh, that's that's a huge number. Congratulations! Yeah, it's probably only a few weeks away at this point. Um, you know, we I was just looking this morning, and 50,000 people interviewed over the Thanksgiving weekend. Wow, that's. that's just I mean, that's remarkable. I first of all, it's remarkable because it's the weekend, right? Thanksgiving and all of that stuff, but also just, just the volume. I mean, 50,000 people over a weekend. That's amazing. And it's, and it's a good thing. I mean, these are all really wonderful things and uh, just thanks again for your time, Kevin. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, brother. You've been listening to the recruiting live podcast by recruiting daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com. 